Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Young Zell song you get to hear today, but we welcome you in here to the Thursday, December 21st edition of D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Barling. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He is Kenny Carraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. And we're so happy that you're here with us. Plenty to talk about here today. Our man Matt George is going to be with us uh, in the final hour of the show. Got the opportunity to to Locked on Kings with him earlier. He did a really good podcast last night following the Boston Celtics game. Uh, we'll talk to him about that. Obviously, Kings fans pretty upset with the outcome of last night's Celtics game, not just the outcome in terms of win-loss. Of course, Kings fans, you want to win every game that they play. But uh, the way that the game went uh, was pretty ugly as it kind of went a little sideways in the second quarter, and it just completely died there in the third. That was pathetic. It that was pathetic. I mean, that's, that's, there's no other way to put that. That was a pathetic showing in the second half. And those are those are my guys. I love this team. I love the Bing team. I love those guys. It's not anything to them specifically, but we've got to call a spade a spade and say what it is. That was pathetic. Yeah, it wasn't good. And pathetic is fine. What I, I – and I have a lot of questions – I'm not there 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 are some there are some things with this Kings team right now that I'm just not comfortable with. It feels like we're seeing them get beat up quite a bit. And we'll we'll share some numbers that if you feel that way, we'll share you some numbers as to why you're not wrong. We'll have those in just a couple of minutes, but at the same time, I also think it, it, it's it's a it's it's a game in an 82 game season. Uh, it's a game. I can't remember the exact number. I think you. They were. Are they eight of twelve now? Is it? We were talking about eight of the last eleven wins. Oh yeah, yeah, eight of twelve. Okay, last twelve. Okay, so we're, we're. You know, this team hasn't morphed into the Detroit Pistons. Um, I also blame whether it's you, me, us, Mike, anybody. It's fine. Talk about contenders. And I had this realization this morning when talking to Matt George on his on his Locks podcast that I think the Sacramento Kings, and, and a lot of it is because, you know, basketball nerds were tweeting about the Sacramento Kings last night. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it certainly got, you know, Kings fans' attention, and it got Kings media attention, and it kind of drew the ire of everybody where it's like, okay, these people aren't paying attention to Sacramento. 
until they get blown out on NBA TV by Boston, and now you're making these grand sweeping proclamations. Shout out Jamal Crawford. Back so him up after the game. Let's uh, very good. Let's let's uh, let's look at that. The Kings aren't ready to be contenders. Got you. I also want to be clear of what we're talking about. Like I told the the, the insiders, the Sacramento Kings appear to be the very first team in history who were looked at as a garbage organization, a wasteland, basketball hell, if you will. Didn't make the playoffs for 16 years. Made the turnaround. Made the turnaround in rather emphatic fashion. Y'all still ignored them. Had a seven series with your beloved Golden State Warriors. It appeared everybody was watching that. Lost. But now they're supposed to be contenders this year. They went from not making the playoffs to losing in the first round to they're just not good enough to contend for an NBA championship. When has that ever happened? Did y'all ask that about the Atlanta Hawks? Because I never heard the Hawks' name mentioned again past Trey, Trey, Trey Young's uh, the, the, the regular season is boring 10 games into the season after they <laughs> made the conference finals. Did y'all do this with Dallas when they went to the conference finals? Like, who do y'all do this with where a team who, who, who hasn't made the playoffs in a lengthy period of time makes the playoffs one year, you don't pay any attention to them, and now you got the nerve to tweet about them being contenders? Mm. Oh, they just haven't crossed over to be a contender. Hold up. What are you talking about? When, when was that the barometer? When was beating the Boston Celtics and Milwaukee Bucks and the uh, Philadelphia 76ers the barometer? Now, I want this team to contend. Of course, I want this team to win a championship. I don't expect them to have this figured out right now. I don't expect them to get their ass kicked by the Boston Celtics either. But when we look back in the totality of an 82-game season, those things happen. Again, we've got the numbers to share with you that if you're a little uneasy about what you're seeing right now, you have a right to be. But I think there is so much overreaction to that loss last night. It's bordering on it's bordering on silly. And I just need to be clear, too, and you could tell me, anybody could tell me, 916-909-1320, where are the goalposts? Like, where are the goalposts for the Sacramento Kings? Like, what are we talking about? We're talking we're talking NBA Finals? Because if that's what we're talking about, y'all, y'all can just y'all can skip this season. Well, there's a there's a couple things going on um right here. So hmm, how do I put this? So, okay, let's start with the um the the reaction to last night's game. On a national level um yeah it's one game out of 82 um to react to that or overreact to it uh is a little excessive but here locally it's not it's the what did james say the seventh time this year they lost gotten, by double digits it's, it's not the loss you can't keep getting your ass beat like this mm-hmm. that is alarming. That's a problem. That's something that has to stop. And I think that's in a in a vacuum. Yeah, it's one game. But when we've watched this team for twenty six uh, games now, and they've had six, seven games where they were just not competitive, mm-hmm. that's not big time basketball. That is that's an issue for me. Like you can't you can if they would have lost all those games within eight points. Mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't be saying nothing. 
They're 16 and 10. Everything's cool. It's all good. The fact that they were non-competitive and it really felt like the moment there was a, a bit of adversity in any of those games, they folded. That's unacceptable. It's just it's it's unacceptable. Mm. They have to be better than that. Um, and then I'm with you to a certain degree when you talk about um, the expectations for this team. My expectations haven't changed since May. Their goal, their job this year is to make the playoffs again. In the grand scheme of things, we're hoping that this is an opportunity that they have to be competitive for years to come. Say they have an, uh, uh, let's just say for argument's sake, they got an eight-year run of being a playoff team and all this other stuff. Like you just mentioned, in year two, you're not supposed to go from nowhere to NBA championship. These things take time. I reference back to that greatest show on court team. They were the AC twice. They got bounced in the first round twice before they looked and said, you know what, it's time to make some hard decisions or we got to we got to do some things to elevate to another level. That's how that's how these things usually go. So it's not to say, hey, don't try to win a championship this year, pack it up this year. Don't even just just be happy with the play. That's not necessarily what either one of us are saying. No, what we're saying is that's not that's not that's not how things go. The Kings probably not this to year, say that it can't happen. Right. Not to say that you can't root for it to happen. But if you're expecting it to happen, more likely than not, you're going to wind up disappointed. Simple as that. Golden State Warriors in 2014 lost in the first round in a Game Seven series. They went to the second round the first time they went. So maybe that's a little different, but there's a progression. There's things that that you got to do along the way. There, there's benchmarks you got to make along the way, and there's no guarantee just because you wanted to, you get to skip the line. Hmm. Like you got to go through things, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of what's going on right now uh, with this club. But with all that being said, like I said, they that that can't keep happening. That cannot keep happening, where you're just uncompetitive against the good teams, average teams, whatever. Like, that can't – that's that's unacceptable. It was a 25-point loss last night. Game was 30 sometime in the third quarter. I can rephrase that. It was, a, it was 30. Yeah, it was 30 exactly. In a game that the Kings were up by 12, that's what also makes it – uh, feel a little bit different is it, it's not a 30 point swing it's a 42 point swing because mm. uh, the kings you know they, they 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 started out hot they started out the way you would want them to especially De'Aaron we thought De'Aaron De'Aaron De'Aaron's really gunning for Keegan Murray like he was about to put Keegan Murray back in his place <laughs> and I think there was a point where I I uh because you sat with the common people last night, I leaned over to Kenny and I was, was like, "I was always, I'm always there. What, are you, what is this guy talking about?" Not true. I, I was like, "Bro, they've already shot 33s. That was crazy. Like it was the that first was half. Crazy. Like they'd already shot 33s. Like they're, 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 they're. This, this is going the way of the 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 Celtics Warriors the night before. <laughs> and me needing glasses, I just had to take your word. You had to right. <laughs> Kenny looks up and is like, "No, just trust me, buddy. It's it's." <laughs> They're shooting like forty-seven percent. It's a, it's a or billion uh, square foot scoreboard no, in the Golden no. One Center, and I'm squinting my eyes. That's what I'm doing uh, with my week off. I'm going to the optometrist. 
for them to tell you that you need glasses or I you're actually going to get, the, gonna get the surgery. No, Why I don't you the get the surgery? That's not going to happen. All right, dude. I get glasses. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. You can get glasses if you want to. I'm just saying. The surgery. <laughs> you got to go. That alone is why I know we're not getting that. Just a little laser in the eye. It's not that serious. It doesn't hurt. Glass- smells funny. See What? It does. It smells like a burning retina. That's, that's almost- you get to close your eyes and relax for, you know, six hours. And then, you know, all of a sudden you can read the bottom line on ESPN for the first time. I could just put glasses on. Or, or what happens when you lose them? I don't lose Or break stuff. them. Okay. I don't really break my things either. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Someone who's been through it. Uh, we'll come back. Kenny said you can't you can't keep getting blown out. Uh, if, 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 if these losses feel like they're adding up to you, it's because they are. The question is, what does it all mean? Well, we're going to do our best uh, to try to figure that out. We're just getting started. Phone lines are open for you. 916-909-1320. Steelham with KC. Brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, we're going to get to these phone lines. But go ahead. Go ahead, man. They're calling for it. Get your stuff off, dog. No, they're calling for it. Your little Larry Bird jersey last oh, night. Yeah. Go ahead. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't yeah, turn me into the villain. I didn't do nothing. I wasn't the one not playing Larry defense yesterday. No, All right, you know what? Let's talk about Derek White, too. Cooked that whole oh, team he yesterday. Yeah. He did. Cooked that he whole did. team. The Chatty hey, House, wait, too. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, don't, say, don't do that about Derek White, because I've been saying since. No, no, no. So I've been saying no, that no, since no, no. the start of the season. I say he's been balling. Don't do that. Start of the season, we were talking about he should have been in the top 100. In the offseason. Yeah, I was like, nah, y'all, y'all doing too much with Derek White. Then I saw him play this year. He's been balling this year. I've been giving him his props. Don't no, do that. No, no, no. You throwing Don't shots. Do that no, to no, no, no. Chatty House too. Aldrin J. I remember he, he told me I was tripping more shots after Harrison Barnes scored thirty, saying that Derek White was better and stuff like that. Respect Derek White. Uh, respect, man. You, you should see Jesse. Jesse and I that. never walk into the same building in the, in the building at the same time. He comes, hey, what's up, baby? <laughs> he, he, you know, walking like Vince McMahon. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a good day. Judy, yeah, I said, yeah, I say he still shouldn't have taken more shots than Tatum. What are you talking about? But yesterday he was cooking. He was he been cooking all season. All star Derek he White cooking all season. Ooh. He been cooking all be. season. Derek White is be. balling, and be. I didn't think he was a top one hundred player in the league, and he's absolutely a top one hundred player right now. He okay. is cooking. All right, you well, good? You, go. you, you good? I'm fine. Are you good? No, no, we're fine. I just just want to make sure you you know you get your time. Yeah, no, it's a good time. Make sure you get your time. I didn't time. get the memo today either. By the way, first time I, I just ordered this for the first time in the in the last order. I always had the white one. I ain't get the I ain't get the memo. I'm not in the group text. No, it's fine. What shoes you got on? Like it's fine. He's got some I mean, regular shoes on. What are you talking yeah, about? Okay, bro. Uh, Why does he got my paycheck on his feet right now? Right? Yeah. Are you, what he said? Got the nerve. I, I said you got my paycheck on your feet right now. Stop, though. You're so cool, Kenny. It's true. It's he, he is. You should You should have seen yesterday. This lady dissed me for like 40 <laughs> minutes talking to him. Are you talking about the case of Vintet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the ice rink. Yeah. 
This is the most disrespectful nonsense I've ever been through. But she was bigging up Kenny so big, no, I just man. had to she take was, it. Yeah, I, I you up too. What no, you I, I, got, I got there. Dame standing no. in the back with Joe. And yeah. Kenny's just talking to this lady this whole time. Yeah, yeah. And all the while, she's, like, insulting me. <laughs> and then wants, like, to play cool. Like, oh, no, nah, it's all love. Like, no. My Shut mama up. raised me better than to say, bitch, get out of my face. <laughs> but I guarantee you that's what was going through my head. She was sneak dissing too? Sneak? There wasn't no sneak. No, man. No, she hey, dissed me for like she, no, 40 she, minutes. Yeah, she, she got out of pocket a couple of times. I had to tell her, too. I was like, no, nah, don't do that. Don't I was just trying. I was trying to that. figure out like <laughs> I was for that. she stood over there for an hour and I'm trying to figure out if this chick is inebriated or not. I think she was drunk. I don't know. I don't think she was drunk. She might have been buzzed. She, okay. She, she might have had she might have had a couple of happy hours. Joints, she wasn't I, in a normal state. Like, no, she was like, feeling nice. Like she was. Yeah, she was yeah, on she was something. Nice. Yeah, yeah, she was on something. But yeah, she's she starts popping off about how I look older than I really am. And <laughs> I think she called me Macklemore. It's like, hey, look. I would have told Joe, you got to get Casey out of here, can bro. laugh. Like, Casey can. <laughs> That's you're, what happened. You're a couple. You're, you're, you're like one more insult away from a scene. <laughs> no, that was disrespect. Like that, yeah, that's no good. But look, she talking about know, how I'm not charismatic enough but to no, be on see, the radio. No, what happened was, and I, I said, I said she got flustered because she couldn't read you, and that's that flusters people sometimes. She got, and I think she feels like, oh, I can, you know, she probably think, oh, I can read anybody. Da da da. She got to read. She thinks she has a read on me, but you know, just you know, I, I, I the politician came out. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I was the politician was out there kissing babies, all this other stuff. So that's what was going on, but she couldn't read D-Lo. And that flustered her. Flustered her. That's what happened. You ain't supposed to read me. Well, hey, some people can't handle that when it There's happens. There's people in this building that can't handle reading me. There are people who used to be in the building who were terrified of you. <laughs> yeah, that's so why are you scared of Damien? Damien's a great guy, bro. Like, <laughs> what are you? What are you intimidated by? I don't know. Don't repeatedly ask questions that I told you I'm not talking to you about. People come up to me like, hey, tell me about your... No, get the hell out of my face. We're at work. I ain't telling you nothing about nothing. Yeah, I'm out on like the personal lives. Yeah, no, stuff, that's, you know? that's not for you. <laughs> it's not this is not for you. There's maybe, there's maybe four people in here who know my business. Well, there's more than four because you two do. But outside of that, I ain't walking around telling people my business. All these little chatty Cathy's in here. This young just... lady walks up on the tent trying to get a read on me. Well... She lost that one. Yeah, about 20 minutes into it, like, I stopped trying to figure out what was going on. I was like, oh, she's still here. Well, that was. Ramsey's here. Katrina's here. Years. Jesse's here. Minutes. Mr. Tappy is here. You're still here. I told her. I was like, yeah, hey, I got to say what's up to my guy real quick. And I said, what's up? And she didn't get the hint. She's still there. Anyway. I mean, it was, it, was, it was an interesting conversation, though. Yeah, that's, it was interesting. That's a word for it. I mean, I, I've, I've, had, I've had worse conversations. She was like, who, who's the guy? She's like, yeah, she loved you. How could the conversation be bad? I don't know if she loved me. Uh, that's but, Cap. Th- well, You're so charismatic. You're like the most charismatic <laughs> one here. Then there's him, and then there's, you know, there's there's Joe. You should have cooked Y'all that see how they should have nah, cooked her. Nah, y'all, nah. Think it, y'all think it's a work when I tell you how people treat me. That's a shoot. <laughs> this happened last night. You should have cooked her. <laughs> it got so bad, Joe was like, you need me to do something? I was like, no, he ain't got to do nothing, Joe. You good. You good. Some of y'all are too comfortable, bro. Hey, but like I said, she was she just couldn't get a read and it flustered her. Flustered her. Zay's right, man. Get her together with the guy that hates Kenny's laugh, man. That'll be 
That'll be something. They're going to be like, no, I'm going to tell you the real story about mm-hmm. this guy. You may think he's charismatic. See? Listen to their show. She was going to listen to the show, too. Okay, well, tap in. I hope she hears this part. She was, Ma'am, you were rude. Well, yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. She ain't listening to this uh, show. Ran, she don't even remember no, that No, she don't even. No, she don't. No. She didn't get any information either. Um, Yeah. She I'm was a flight sure. attendant. What was her name? Lacey? What was I said I wasn't going to say her name. Oh, okay. <laughs> it rhymed. Like she had a, a I just can't Called remember. Called her RL. RL. Okay, so I got the first yeah, name right. No, you okay, were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. All right. All right. But, she, I mean, she, yeah, she she did have a, a good job. I don't want to mess that up if she. Oh, no, I'm going to call and tell. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna be a light skinned Chad, <laughs> just calling and complaining. <laughs> Cold. Oh wow! <laughs> hey, just I I didn't know the rules. I didn't know the rules. I had to tell her though, but I, I I had to tell. I didn't let it slide though. I was like, chill, chill, chill. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. He did say that. I said, don't do that, lady. We ain't happy. Oh, there was a lot of things going through my mind last night at that. Uh, shout out to everybody who came through. The rain stopped just long enough for people to come hang out at the ice rink. At the man. end of the day, a, we were right. Nice time. Yeah. Everybody said we was going to be wrong. I said, nope. I'm trusting my yeah, app. It said it's going to stop raining by five. Yeah, that's about what it did. Uh, right on my walk over to the <laughs> to the tent, it chilled out a little bit. Um, Kings live and die by the three. And when that thing's not falling, it, 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 it can mm. get a little bad. If... If you feel like the Kings are getting blown out a lot, um, you have reason to feel that way. James had this number earlier. Uh, we'll give it to you now for those that missed it. The Kings have lost 10 times, seven times, have been by double digits. Mm. Last year, they lost by double digits 13 times. Mm. So they've already lost by seven. Last year, they lost by 13. Mm-hmm. The more concerning one, the Kings have the same amount of 20-point losses at this point in the season than they did all last year. That is concerning. That's the that's that's why like if you if you feel if you have it, you know, why does it feel like we're getting blown out all the time? That's why. Mm. Then you have the, you know, the you you have games this this isn't bad. I'm not trying to frame this as bad, but when you when you have like a, a perception, it might feel different. You Games that they come back in, games that they're down double digits, games that they're down twenty points. The the Warriors game comes to example. This is a twenty four point deficit. Mm-hmm. Great, they came back and won by one. That doesn't mean you forget that they were down by twenty four. Right. You know what I mean? And so it feels like even you know you start factoring in those games. There've been a lot of games that they've trailed in, mm. and there was a point even earlier this season where it's cool. They get down ten, eleven, twelve. That's striking distance. That's not a big deal. 14, okay, settle down. It's in striking distance. It's fine. This team can run. They can score points in bunches. It feels like over the course of the last couple of weeks, at least in in, in games that have been highly competitive, they, that, that run hasn't come. The the thing that And you bother- wind up with games that you saw last night or yeah. like what you saw against L.A. The thing Clippers. that bothers me is I can't deem it anything other than how I see it. And I feel like I got to preference this because I'm not, I'm not being um, a prisoner of the results when I say this. Mm-hmm. I mean it when I say I love this team. 
I really like this team a lot. The individuals on there, um, the way they come together as a team, the way they play as a team when everything is great, the coaching staff, all this other stuff. But I got a job to do. I got to talk about things as I see it. And if it comes off harsh, that's how it comes off. But, no, it's not. It's never personal. It's just what I'm seeing. There's a level of a lack of mental toughness that this team has. Hmm. They come off mentally and emotionally soft. And I know a lot of people want to talk about the physical aspect of it. Mike Brown talked about it last night after the game about physically um, being tougher and pushed around and all this other stuff. There's a lack of mental toughness that is a problem for me, and that's what I keep going back to when they keep getting beat the way they do. A game will they'll be in the lead or it'll be close. A run is made. It gets to 13, and you can go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You can go to 13 and push it back down to five, or 13 can turn into 23. Mm. And with this group, 13 seems to always turn into 23. Mm. And that when it's 13, it's time to buckle down. It's time to be like, hey, man, we got to stop this right here, fix what we got to fix, and get back into this game. And so far, more times than not, they're not mentally tough enough to do that as a group. And I'm, t- I'm just telling you what it is. I don't know how you fix that. I got an idea, like, hey, like, talk to each other, communicate, lock in. But those are still things that I'm not, I don't, I'm not even saying they're not doing those things. They may be doing it. Maybe they're not doing it enough. Maybe I don't know what the, the answer is with this particular group. But it's a lack of mental toughness that this group has that when things start going bad, they can't lock back in to keep it going from bad to worse. Was this an issue they had last year? I don't think it was, right? It didn't feel like nah, it. So, it so what do you, what do you guys like think flipped then? Let's, let's hold off on that. Um, I want to get to the phones first. Not going to forget that. Um, why is that the case this year? It's a good question, Jesse. Let's get to Daniel first, though. 916-909-1320. What's up, Daniel? Hello, Casey. How's, how you guys doing? Good, good man. man. How you doing, dog? Not bad, man. Not bad. Hey, uh, problem I had with last night's game is I watched the Warriors-Celtics game. and You know, that was a great game. And the Warriors put it to the Celtics, and the Celtics were beat down after that game. And uh, not only did they get beat down in that game, but that was that was an overtime game. And then they came back against the Kings, and they're missing their best players. And it seemed like to me watching that game, they didn't get beat down by the best players that the Celtics had out there on the court. They got beat by their second string most, most of the second half. Um, and the Kings just couldn't do anything. Uh, it, that's kind of... You know, um, I don't remember that happening last last year. Um, I've watched too many games where the games are boring, and once they get down by a certain amount, it doesn't feel like they're going to come back at all. Yeah, I'll push back against the the second unit remark a little mm-hmm. bit. Peyton Pritchard played played well. Uh, Namias Keda, who no one, absolutely no one, got out of their seat for. <laughs> he got a mere polite applause as he when he came in. Up. I literally I like just scoped the arena. I was looking. Yeah, not one, not one person stood up. Not one. 
Um, I'm not laughing about but, that, but that's just funny. No, it was just, it was just funny. <laughs> and like I I never know. Like Kings fans love they love their guys. I I, I, I don't know. It just it, it, and, and all I go back to it just speaks to the incredible emotional connection and emotional investment that this city has with Harry Giles. Oh man. Like that is that is just a genuine love yeah. for a human being. And Namias Cato was a fine basketball player. <laughs> Namias Cato was there like three years. Hey. Thanks, Namias. <laughs> I, I I popped so big when Scott Moak made the announcement. I looked around. Huh. I no I, one. I missed it. I was I was like doing something. But did he uh, say it like Namias Cato? No. No. He just said Namias Cato. Just like some dudes checking into the game. I mean, he maybe a smidge bit of inflection. A smidge. <laughs> But yeah, no one cared. <laughs> to be honest, too, it might have been just Celtics fans, fans clapping for him too coming been. in. Like yeah, it wasn't even Kings no. fans. Yeah. yeah, it very well may have been. Yeah. It very well may have been. Um, so I'll push back a little bit on that. Yeah, the, and, and, and also play. Yeah, I'll push. I'll, yeah, yeah, also I'll push back that the, their best players mm. were missing. Tatum was out. Al Horford is very important to what they do. Let's not rewrite history now and call Al Horford one of the Boston Celtics' best players. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's very important. To what they do, he's 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 below Tatum, he's below Jalen, he's probably below Derek White, he's below he's like Drew Holiday, he's below Kristaps yeah, Porzingis. He's like seven, so eight, let's yeah. not let's not do that. No disrespect. No, to him absolutely not. No, he's just old at this point. In his but right now, he's about where Pritchard is, huh? Well, yeah, he's just thirty-seven. Yeah, like he's going to do so much yeah, to rest him on back to back, so we could play like a full playoff. As Dan there. Patrick would say, first ballot Hall of Good Player. Like he's he's good. Mm-hmm. Um but that 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 was about Drew Holiday. That was about uh, Jalen Brown, Kristaps Porzingis, right. and it was about Joe Mazzola. Like you know, that team's coach too. Mm-hmm. Like we can get it. We could get on Mike, and you know, Mike can go to the podium and talk about um, you know what went wrong and a good old fashioned butt whooping, which he likes to say, which he said far too many times. And Joe Mazzola kicked my butt. That's all true. Uh, but Joe's a coach too. They made adjustments. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Mike tried to. It just it it it, 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 it was like punch, counter punch, and then the Kings didn't have a counter. And, and you know what? I, I and I'm not uh, sure there was some uh, adjustments made, but that really just came down to what I began to talk about before the call. I mean, the Boston just showed a level of mental toughness that the Kings don't have right now. They didn't worry about they played an overtime game the night before mm-hmm. and, you know, back-to-back and all this other stuff. They they had to find a way to get a win. Mm-hmm. They had to buckle down to get a W. And that's what they did. Sometimes it's as simple as that. Buckle down and execute and be tough physically and mentally to get the job done. Boston was able to do that last night because that's a championship-level team right now. They can't get to that point. Will they get there this year or not? I don't know. But they're they're lacking in that type of mental toughness um, to be able to withstand that. Let's get TC in here. 916-909-1320 if you want to talk. TC or Vent, either one. We'll let you do both. TC, what's going on, baby? Man, what's up with my two brothers? What up, TC? Man, just vibing. Hey, Jesse, give me a minute. Look, man, check it out. Hey, hey, nah, seriously, though, man, hey, that was unacceptable. I'm with you, D-Lo. I'm with you, Kenny, too, the mental toughness, man. Like, these dudes on a back-to-back playing without Tatum. Like, get up for these games, man. That's, it's going to become a problem. And like you said, D-Lo, that's what I be, what I be saying when I be calling all the time. I'll be like, 
Live by the three, die by the three. Stop shooting so many three-pointers, bro. Like, get in the paint or, like, backdoor cut or something. Like, Mike is always talking about paint touch and spray. What, Mike? Paint touch and go for a layup. Quick, like, if you're open, I'm, I'm cool with all that. But you got to know, like, mentally, that goes back to Kenny. Mentally, if you know that the, the three's not falling, start getting downhill. Start doing backdoor cuts. Pick your rolls or something, bro. Like, we got to, like, this whole three-point BS, bro. Right. This has to, like, it has to stop, dog. It has to stop. We got to, like, What's up, Elo? TC, I, I, I appreciate you. I'll, 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 I'll tell you this about the three. This is, this is specific to last night. I'm not going like you know dive into the, to the, to the entire season, but this is specific to last night. You talk about the three not falling. I want to throw a couple of numbers at you. 44, 44 is the total number of three pointers that the Sacramento Kings took in this game. Mm-hmm. I call you back to the conversation Kenny and I had when Kenny uh, remembered he needed to get glasses this upcoming <laughs> Christmas break. The Sacramento Kings shot 30 in the first quarter. You hear me? Mm. Not the first half. They shot 30 in the first quarter. Mm. So it wasn't that the three stopped falling. Is that the three wasn't there no more. Yeah. It wasn't there for them anymore. And and I don't I don't I'd have to look at the tape to figure out what exactly was going on right there, why they weren't taking threes or, or, or shooting the threes. Um, but, yeah, they shot 44 for the game. It felt like, too, every time the Kings tried to get into the paint, Boston just swarmed them with, like, three guys, too. Like, anything the Kings tried to get in there, it was just it was tough. They hit 21. Yeah, they, they didn't they, shoot poorly from yeah, three. They, the, the they, hit, they hit your number. Yeah, in a major way. Yeah, they blew past your number. The issue last night, in my opinion, was they had twenty nine assists things. last night. Twenty nine assists. They made sure not to break that record. Yeah, they, they, they did. <laughs> That's right. Still undefeated when they have thirty plus. Good thing there was no Drake bars on the line last oh, night. Thank goodness. Man. That was a good call not to make that a Drake bar Man. game. Still, four, still fifteen and zero. Still fifteen and zero. By the way, for people who are saying no, you said that um, during a dark match last night, I took off. The Drake bars. That's right. I took it off. That's uh, why you got to pay attention. Yeah, yeah. You guys weren't you got, during the one hundred two five show. I took off. Uh, he did. I can <laughs> confirm. I was there when I was it's, talking to RL. I said, you know what? No Drake bars game tonight. It's like when uh, Pat Patterson won that tournament in Rio, <laughs> Rio de Janeiro for the first ever Intercontinental <laughs> Championship. It's just like that. Shoot, I was there. <laughs> they were hanging from the rafters that so, night. So yeah, no, no Drake bars. Um, the the issue for me. Last night was, uh, and it's twofold. It's, Kings it's were seven. Kings. So I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Kings were seven of fourteen in the second half from three. They hit half of the threes that they took. <laughs> yeah. They just only got fourteen compared to all of the the, 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 the again. They took thirty in the first quarter. Yeah, they only took got 14, fourteen in the second half. They get well. They, they yeah. They they took well about thirty in the first quarter and a half because it was twenty one for for the first quarter. But thir- okay. But by the time we talked, it was like eight minutes to go in the second quarter. They had thirty. Okay. They shot it. To, so you know, it's only a couple more minutes. Like it's it's not a long time uh, that they had got 33s up, mm-hmm. and they finished with 44. Mm. So the the thing that really bothered me and they weren't able to figure out last night um, is the Celtics shot 55% from the field, 52% from beyond the arc, and they made their free throws. So what was the – the the Kings shot um, 47.7% from three. Mm-hmm. 
and 52.2% from the free throw line. Mm. That's not going to get it done. It's not going to get it done. But I also didn't like, um, I thought in that in that opening of the second half, uh, De'Aaron Fox took a back seat after lighting him up in the first half. I don't know if that was game plan or what, but they kept trying to feed the ball to Sabonis and have him initiate the offense and do stuff. And I said, no, nah, get the ball in Fox's hands. Yeah, that did, not, that did not feel like it was the case in the first quarter. No. At all. Let him shoot the rock. And I think he only had three shot attempts in the second half. And that's – Not good enough. It's not good enough. And, and to me – On his birthday. To me personally, that's – I know I, You know, I'm always the first to give credit to um, the other team and what they're doing, all this other stuff. That's not the – he had two field goals. Am I reading this half. wrong? Yeah, he was over two in the second half. They that's not the Jesus. that's not the Boston Celtics. It's not the Boston Celtics. That's a lack of aggression or a lack of game planning or both. There's, lack there's of aggression no way on De'Aaron's part. De'Aaron's fault. De'Aaron's part. Um, lack of game planning on the coaching staff's part. Lack of awareness or whatever the case. I, the, like that's not De'Aaron Fox is an All Star caliber player, an MVP caliber player. There's no defense in the world that can keep him from getting more than two shots up and a half. Yeah. No, I agree with that. That, that can't happen. That. Uh, let's get Dustin in here. Dustin, appreciate you holding, man. What's on your mind? Uh, D-Lo Casey, what's going on, man? What's up, dog? Hey, uh, you know, I know, you know, we all going a little crazy trying to figure out what's going on, why the, you know, and these blowout losses. And uh, I wanted to touch on something that I, you know, uh, last night, Mike Brown's uh, presser after the game, and uh, he brought up a good point. Something he needs to be better at, and the guys, is, you know, we seem to be losing our focus when we're not getting the calls and calls are not going our way. The guys are be getting beyond frustrated. And, you know, I'm watching the game last night, and it's something that me personally, I've noticed a lot on these blowout losses in particular, is, when we're not getting these calls, the guys are getting so frustrated. And even now, Coach, uh, you know, they're losing their focus. You know, yeah. it seems to me it's like, you know, because we, we played good in the first quarter, had all those threes doing this and that, you know, to be up 12 and then to just get completely blown out. Uh, I saw it start to unravel as, as more calls like that happened. The guys, you could just see it on their faces. They're, you know, they're getting really upset and, to me, I feel like, you know, one of the main things that's going wrong with these blowout losses is when we're not getting these calls, we're losing our focus to the point to where it's taking us out of our game. And then guys are just, you know, we hit a certain point and they're just, they're checking, they're, they're done. Yeah, that's a, appreciate you, Dustin. That's a, that's a hell of a point. Even Mike Brown said something about that. I noticed something in the arena that I, I, I don't know if it if it made it to TV or not. Um, Are you going to tease it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I saw the same thing. On the Jalen Brown play? I think so. Yeah, the 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 touch ball, like inbound play. Yeah, we'll, t- we'll talk about it. It was, um, I think I think we're, we, we were into the second quarter. I don't think it was the third. No, it had to have been the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I noticed it. It caught my attention, and it, and it, and it created new context after uh, hearing Mike Brown's postgame press conference. So we'll have that. Uh, coming up for you as we continue to dissect last night's loss uh, here against the Boston Celtics. If you want to weigh in, of course, we'd love to hear from you. 916-909-1320. Is it time to panic or 
Just a loss. Keep it moving. You got a big weekend ahead. Let's talk about it. It's Stilo and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Uh, 916-909-1320 if you want to get in uh, and talk about your Sacramento Kings, vent about your Sacramento Kings, or just talk in general. You most definitely can. Dustin called a few minutes ago and was referencing that it feels like the Sacramento Kings uh, really get caught up in um, the officials, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's I feel like that's very true. There's there there were there were two plays in the first first half. They really might have been in the first quarter. I think the Celtics had made a run, so it was probably the second quarter where De'Aaron blew past everybody and got into the lane. And I feel like instead of trying to finish strong at the rim, whatever that meant in that situation, going up strong for a layup or being able to elevate and dunk, and I don't think it was a dunk, but he kind of leaned in almost like he was trying to draw contact. Mm -hmm. And he didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And he missed. The ball went the other way. That happened twice. And you started to – I feel like you see it a lot with Domas, and you certainly get – crowd reactions when there aren't calls. There was a play and I can't remember I can't Jalen scored mm-hmm. and then touched I just got to pull it up here. We got to pull it up here. I, I found it. Okay. Um Jalen scored on the coast to coast layup. Um he he first and as he's coming back kind of hits the ball mm-hmm. out of uh Harrison Barnes's hands. Mhm. And that should be a delay game. Actually, I think that should be. A I think technical it's a technical foul. foul. Yeah, so it should have been a technical foul. Wasn't called. Mm-hmm. Mike Brown and the coaching staff were kind of upset, all mm-hmm. pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll let you. Does it? Does the TV? Does TV it, does doesn't. It, TV doesn't show. So what happened on the bench on that play is Mike, and I think I think all of us. Mm. reacted or or like a portion of them mm. reacted. And then Mike does the thing where he tries to go talk to the officials and he very non-threateningly puts his hands behind his back and he and he goes leans in to try to figure out why that wasn't a a technical foul. Mm. But all of the coaches get up and they're they're like waiting, they're waiting, they're waiting, they're waiting, they're waiting. The whistle doesn't come. It's clear it's not coming. Mm. Now the players are up. Malik who's on the bench gets up in and then walks in front of the bench mm. and emphatically says, get down, stop. Like, I, I don't know what he's yelling, but you can see he's gesturing with his hands. Mm. Sit down, mm. get down, stop. And he's like emphatically gesturing to his team to stop talking to the officials. And then everyone, everyone sits. Mike talks to the official, gets the explanation, mm-hmm. and the play moves on. After the game, Mike talked about how, and <laughs> you, you you can call this self-awareness or you can say, Mike, you already did this, where he was like, I, got too, I get too involved with the officials. I got too involved with the officials. We, and, and I feel like when I do it, we do it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of set the tone for that, and I have to be better because we start looking to – officials to bail us out of bad plays Mm -hmm. we start looking for officials to give us calls that we just can't count on we have to react different and those two sequences together 
speak to the fact that I do think this team has a problem looking towards officials to bail them out. Hmm. Yeah. I, I um Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna The one night you don't sit in that. your courtside seat, you would have been right <laughs> next to Malik. You probably could have told us exactly what was said. <laughs> I saw I saw that moment and I heard a couple people talking about that. I didn't I hadn't I didn't see that that way. Um Really? Yeah. And I'm not saying that I was right. I mean, clearly I'm the only one who didn't see it that way. Uh well, I what saw, else do you think he was doing? Well, they were mad at the ref because it should have been a technical foul. But Malik wasn't facing the court. Yeah, he was. He was yelling. Malik at was him. facing the players. He was. He was. He, no, I'm not. He might have. I didn't. I wasn't locked in on what he was doing. So uh-huh. everything that you said could have exactly been what happened. Um, I thought he was trying to see if they could challenge it or not. No, but I wasn't. That's not what I also Malik was wasn't doing. really paying attention to it. The other part of that is, I mean, they were right. So that no. that wasn't even a that's something that we can we can point to and, and they point to and, and things of that nature. But I mean he he clearly does that. That should have been a technical. But foul. if the call I, I I understand, but if the call's not coming, it's not coming. Like they didn't immediately react. The coaches mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. And then the coaches were getting nowhere. Then the players jumped in, and that's when Malik, as I took it, told everyone to sit down. Mm-hmm. I mean, they yeah, it's a missed call. You're right. Like it's right. it's a missed call. There's probably there, there there were probably ten missed calls last night. And, and I'm just but. I got the, the ability to look back on it. Davion was on it immediately. Davion was the first one when he did. He said, hey, technical foul. Mm-hmm. And that's the coaches did the same. They all saw it as it happened. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, uh, and this may be part of the reason why he was more focused on a hey, stop arguing is I don't even think Malik saw it when we were <laughs> when I was looking back. Malik was talking to Domas or some no, it wasn't Domas because he was in the game. He was talking to somebody when Jalen did it. So I don't even know if he saw it. He just saw them complaining. It was like, y'all got to stop. Well, it, whether he saw it or not, it was irrelevant because the call wasn't coming. Mm-hmm. That like that's the thing. The coaches reacted. This happened over the span of what like I, this is going to sound weird, but in bat, it's a long time. Well, like six or seven seconds, mm-hmm. right? The ball gets touched. The coaches react, and then De'Aaron gets the ball, and the coaches are still reacting, and the call's not coming. Now the players are reacting. Mm-hmm. And the ref, if, if, if memory serves, hands the ball to De'Aaron and then takes the ball back mm-hmm. and walks over to Mike. Mm-hmm. And so the first part of that before the referee takes the ball back from De'Aaron, that was like a five- or six-second span mm-hmm. to where it was like, this whistle's not, ha- this not happening. Like the crowd had gotten hot and cooled down by that time, except for those in green. <laughs> yeah, like the tapiest. I thought. I thought, I thought that moment. Um, I thought that was pretty tame. I thought that was pretty natural, pretty tame. I, 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 I wait. Uh, the, the 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 arguing of the from the coach. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's a big deal. Mm. What I thought was a bigger deal was Malik's reaction mm. because it's clear they know this is an issue with them. Well, Malik's had to call him out a couple of times, right? Like this isn't like well, not Malik as far called as, out uh, Mike. Yeah, not as far yeah. as like like off the bench, like you know how he was yesterday, but like he's called it out before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Malik's the one who will keep it a stack. Like he called out Mike, and Mike told the story. Got to fix your energy. Your energy's bad. Hey, stop complaining. You don't want us to complain. You can't complain. He's right about that, but I would say then don't complain. 
<laughs> like it, it's it, like this is this is how that comes off to me. And I love Malik, but it's like, hey, um, you don't want us to complain, and you know that when you start complaining, then we start unraveling. So don't do it. No, just don't do it. Don't unravel. Don't unravel. Well, I don't think he's talking about unravel. I didn't hear it as like he, he's he's talking about. It's almost like a parent. Like, don't worry about what I do. Because I'm complaining with the refs doesn't mean you shouldn't not complain. To the, you know what I mean? Like, cause it, the, the way it comes off is stop complaining. And then when when we're talking about the players, we're talking about them complaining to the refs. Mm-hmm. With the coaches complaining to the refs, ain't got nothing to do with that. Mm. Those are To me, those are two separate entities. They both should stop complaining. But if the players – Set because Mike said they see us complaining and then they start feeling that and they start complaining. Don't worry about what you see me doing. Mm. Don't complain. Mm. That's your job. Do your job. Don't complain. Just because I'm worried about uh, fighting for you guys for a foul or not foul or complaining, that doesn't give you guys carte blanche to start complaining yourself because that's what well, we, we saw coach complaining. But uh, at I don't a certain know. point, be... at a certain point, like when does it become like fighting for a call, fighting for your players, fighting for your guys to just you got to let this go. They're not getting anywhere. You're not getting anywhere, either as a coach or as a player. No, you 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 let it go. There, here's here's what I'm saying. This is what this how it sounds. Tell me if it's if this is wrong, how it's coming off, how Mike kind of explained it, how you're explaining it. Mike and the coaching staff start complaining about calls. The players see that, and that's the start of the coaching staff starting to complain, and now the players start to complain. And what I would tell maybe a player as an outside observer is just because they start – like, obviously Malik knows that. Obviously Malik knows that. Mm-hmm. Tell them to stop complaining as coaches. <laughs> and players, we can't get into this. We can't get into this. Because they start complaining, we can't start complaining ourselves. We can't get into all that. Stay locked in on what you're supposed to do. I want to see if I can find exactly what Mike Brown said because I, I I hear you and I believe you make you make perfect sense. I also think we could be approaching this a little bit in the wrong way as we're looking for foul calls, right? Looking for foul calls, looking for foul calls when it might be something more along the lines of. You know, Mike uses the term bail us out a lot. Mm-hmm. I described what I saw with De'Aaron in the first half. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I look at that as part of this as well. Yeah. Like you're 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 looking you're looking for an official to to bail you out on a play and that bailout isn't coming. Mm-hmm. You have to and, and I'll just I'll just stick with my De'Aaron Fox example. You have to finish strong at the rim. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have to you Absolutely. you can't rely on anyone or anything to change that. Finish strong. If it falls short, trust Omas is going to be there. But our best bet is for you to finish strong at the rim. 100%. I'm going to see I I have Mike's press conference 916-909-1320 coach JT. Uh let's uh I'll 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 pull this up. I I try not to skip around here. Um especially coming off a of back to back uh, he, he's talking about uh, how they just got their They for sure looked like the team that was waiting on us here. Um, you know, the, the 18 second chance points, the 30 fast break points. I mean, that, that's crazy. Um, 
in 55% uh, from the floor, 52% from the three-point line, 144 points. Uh, give them a lot of credit. Joe Mazzula kicked my behind on down. And uh, all I can do is take my hat off to him. I might not be able to find the exact pause. This is 10 minutes. I, I might know, not it's a really good team over there, too, but how surprising is to see five guys 20 points? Give me that again. Probably around the four or five-minute mark. It was in the middle of everything that was at his press conference. Oh, look at that. Oh, we got a circle. I don't think. Oh, oh, oh is this a oh, freeze? The, oh, the, the, the Mike Brown, Mike Brown freeze. <laughs> the, the Internet's on Christmas vacation. This is very good. No, this is great. <laughs> we're a media we're not, company. We're not a media company. No. This is incredible. No, look, we'll just we'll just leave the spinning circle up on Mike Brown right now. This is phenomenal. No, seriously, we're we're a media company. This is tremendous. This is what we do here. Stacy, unbelievable. Oh man, this is why we're the best. Yeah, unbelievable. Who, who, who had who had who had a, who had one p.m. for the Mike Brown freeze? Oh, looked like Map One and Zabo had twelve. Hey, congratulations, guys. You win the prize. Unbelievable. Well, I guess we'll just well, play video the rest of the day. You know what? You know what Mike Brown said. He said this was trash. That's what he said. So my team stunk tonight. I stunk tonight. All right. Well, but, you know what? Um, I didn't want to hear what Mike Brown said anyway. But I, 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 I think they could, they could, we could all kind of all be saying the same thing. Like everybody got to stop complaining and stay and stay focused. Or more importantly for me, more important than the complaining, so to speak, is just staying, staying focused on the task at hand. You know, you can you can have a uh, I believe, you know, certain you can have a conversation or say, yo, you missed that call Mm -hmm. and have five to 10 seconds of that kind of dialogue or being upset and then snap right back into what you're supposed to do. Sure. And I think that's what both sides, both the coaches and the players got to remember in in these instances. And that might have been what Malik was telling them at that time. Like, Mm -hmm. hey. Maybe they got, I don't know, maybe they got a rule that you got five seconds to get it out your system. After that, it's done. And he might have been, remind, hey, five seconds is over, move on, and all this other stuff. And, um, you know, if I was Malik at that time, I would have talked to the players as well, talked to my teammates and be like, don't get caught up in this nonsense. Stay focused on what we're supposed to do. Yeah, because when you're complaining about refs and stuff like that, like play's still going on in the basketball game. You're standing, standing there behind the hoop. They're already down the court. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the issues. You're losing focus at that point. Yeah. Mike, what do you think about this? I can't believe it's still buffering. <laughs> Did you try to pause it and then play it again? Was that like unplugging it? That's the YouTube no, version, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we're cashed. No, it's fine. We're cashed. It's fine. Thanks, Mike. Enjoy your Christmas <laughs> vacation. It's very good. No, 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 it's good. It's good. No, it's fine. Nothing to see here. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 